Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The queens had a ball in France, but not every queen was, well, fashion forward. It's time to talk all things Drag Race France, and joining me is internationally renowned fashion expert, Amanda Massacre. Hello. <laughs> Bonjour. Um, uh, so I just made it sound like you are an internationally renowned fashion expert. Am I lying or is that the truth? No, I, you know what, when it comes to fashion design for like mass market, corporate settings like you know your targets your walmarts fine i know what you know i take pride that i know what i'm doing but other than that um you know no, not so much okay so you can design a t-shirt with the face on it there you go exactly this really good the, at that this is the time to plug your merch <laughs> well i didn't design that so there you go <gasps> so you, get, you can absolutely um get my merch oh my god this is really cool i have two versions of it but my favorite is the one done by Cherry Poppins from Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Their art is phenomenal. I look cute as a button. And um, the only thing I did there was edit the, the blood spatter effects because that's the only thing like that I just wanted to customize a little bit and the name font and that's it. You know, I just set that up. Other than that, the credit goes to them. Well, go buy it. I will be buying it once I have an address to, to send it to. Um, that's, that's, that's the thing I'm holding me up. But no, I know. That's for a different podcast. Dear God, yeah. what a nightmare <laughs> this is. Anyway, Drag Race France, three episodes in. You were with me and Scotty Poo for uh, the preview. That's right. How have you been enjoying it for three episodes so far? It's been good. I really, really love um, the challenges. I think the contestants are entertaining. Um, and, uh, you know, again, the, it's always fun to see how these shows are edited and, you know, to see our, uh, if our speculations were right or not. And how are we doing so far? I think we did well. So far, so we're good. Doing all right. We're doing well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into this episode because there are a lot of looks to go through. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, Miss Lova left a message and they all pretend to care, but let's just be honest. Lova Ladiva <laughs> is still one of the worst contestants to ever compete on Drag Race. Oh, poor Lova. Terrible. No, I mean, like, I feel bad. I just, I don't know. I, what do you feel bad about? I don't know. I'm very team all drag is valid. And I feel like she- All drag she is valid. Not all drag is good. I mean, T, but she tried. She tried, and you know what? She tried. <laughs> yeah, well, Soa says she loves lip syncing. It was no walk in the park, but lip syncing does love her. And she says it will be her last time lip syncing. And that's very funny because ha, we know it's going to happen. Meanwhile, Alita is like, for everyone's safety, it should be your last time lip syncing. Meanwhile, La Biberta has taken a few sips of the delusional juice as she thinks her great outfit landed her in the bottom. So they're going to tell hmm. her she was safe. I think that's debatable. 
it's absolutely debatable. I don't It was terrible. Yeah. There were no flowers until the back, and it was still bad. I mean, I like the concept. I think that's a smart concept, but I don't think it was properly executed. Not at all. Well, Berta is not feeling good, but she has to change her plans. It's the next day, and the queens are coming in and spell drag race like they're cheerleaders, but also Le Grand Dame is like that angsty teen who doesn't want to play with the nerds because they're one of the cool kids. Um, That was just, of course, they're going to put her at the end, and she's like, oh, eh. But that was super cute, though. I love when they do fun things at the beginning, entering but the world. they spelled group. it in English. I mean, RuPaul's watching, you know what I mean? It's true. It is true. Is she? Is she, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's no, not. She's not. Uh, Cam was safe last week, but this week she's determined to be in the high ranks. Come on, editors. Uh, just don't lay it on so obviously, please. It's just so obvious. Let yeah. us have some mystery while we're watching. Yeah, the, the editing this season has proven to uh, really, really be on the nose. Yeah. Now, apparently Lolita didn't clean up her after the episode and her dress is still sitting on the table. Is there just no PA who can put that away or is this just a setup for a talking point? I don't know, because maybe it was just one of those things where, like, clearly they have a budget, so they have to have yeah. PAs. So I don't know, maybe they were just, they, they needed to, to give some sort of uh, intro there. Well, we're going to learn that with her dress, five euros and forced family labor can go a long way. Honestly, T, because my mom sews a lot of things for me. So I feel that. Uh, when are we going to see um, Wednesday's grandma's original look for Amanda? No, not drag things. I'm talking about other things that she sews. And she's the one that does all my like repairs and things of that nature. Okay, so how about Amanda's mom makes mm-hmm. Amanda... A Mirabelle dress. <laughs> I know you're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting. I'm desperately and you're waiting. Getting impatient. <laughs> I, yes, because there have been other bitches who've tried to do it. And meanwhile, you are sitting there being like, I am Colombian. That is me. I am watching me, but I'm not it literally doing it. like if I permed my hair, it would look like me. Uh, all I have to tell you is that Colombian Independence Day is next week. And that's all I'm oh. going to say about okay. that. Okay. So, um, listen, if Amanda Masker debuts every single character from Encanto on her Instagram, I will Venmo her $3 per character. It's not going to happen. Not all. Well, there was, there, there was, there was a chance. Was, I tried. I tried. <laughs> all right. Um, all now this segment is going to turn into mock the Mexican, as I call it. Um, <laughs> wait, is she Mexican? I feel like if you understand the French colloquialisms, it's a bit funnier than it sounded. It just felt very mean in English. Um, yeah, I even watching, so I watch with French subtitles, right? That's the way I've been watching it. So I read and I listen as I go. And if I can't pick it up, I read it and whatever. And, um, no, it came off mean in French too. It was not, it wasn't very nice. And, um, I think it kind of, it, it sucks, but it kind of proves the point that I made during the preview podcast that French stereotype is that they do not like outsiders. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, and and mind you, obviously she's adapted and she speaks French very, very well. And you know, she's she's one of them. But um, I don't know. I don't know if they were just. I don't necessarily know if it's making fun of her because she's Mexican or just because she's just this like cuckoo character. Which I think it's probably that. Right. So, so what it sounds like, and maybe we haven't seen it, is that she mentions that she's Mexican quite often, but we just don't right. see it. 
Right. Like I feel like they're probably, yes, I, I feel like she's one of those people that constantly uh, wears her culture on her sleeve, mm-hmm. which I mean, she should absolutely, you should be proud of that. Um, but she probably is always saying like, oh, well, in my country, we do this yeah. and my mom does this and, you know, we're Mexican, so we do this. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up already. For this week's challenge, Bertha wants a cooking challenge, but Lips predicts a fashion challenge. Editors, slow down. Come on. Come on. Just give us like five more seconds. Lolita, meanwhile, wants to dance and the table is like, bitch, you've been dancing every week. Uh, but she's like, no, no, no. I want to dance against y'all. I make y'all look bad. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That. <laughs> well, the cock crows, which means Nikki has arrived. And I, we have not discussed it, you and I really. Um, why? Why is it an alarm? A buzz a buzzer? I would I would take the fucking buzzer from Italia back. I do not know the cultural significance of it 100 percent but I can tell you roosters are a very French thing because even their like soccer team, like the logo is like a fucking rooster. Yeah. So um, there's something about I, I I don't know why I, I couldn't tell you I'd have to do research, but it, something about roosters, I guess is very, very French. Um I mean, I've had, like, I've eaten rooster in Paris. Ooh. It tasted um, like chicken. It was just, like, gamey chicken. Yeah, I don't want to know. No. Um, <laughs> listen, my mom has done a French country-inspired kitchen. Of course, there's fucking roosters everywhere. Of course, of course. Well, Nikki looks so cute and casual and French, and I'm like, you know what? This works for her vibe as a host. Yeah. She don't need a suit every week. Yeah. And every other host is like, fuck you. I, you know, it's, it's very interesting um, to see that this really is, it's, it's her show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she mm-hmm. really is the, the main uh, judge there and it seems to be her rules, her rules yeah. go. And I love it. Well, Nikki is going to do a little bit of acting as she asks them who has the nicest buns as it's time for a mini challenge. In teams of two, they will have to do a video tutorial of how to make a baguette. One will be the hands for the kneading and the other will be the face for laps. Which role would you pick? I think I would do the hands because I think that Mm -hmm. gives you more of an opportunity to really entertain. Um, Plus, because you're not actually seeing what's happening. Like, I don't actually have to try to be funny. Versus the person, you know, it's just, it's going to be naturally funny because like, I I can't see what I'm doing. So I'm just going to slap around and the other person. I I mean, I always love this kind of thing. Obviously it was very uh, prominent on whose line is it anyway? Mm -hmm. Um, They play this game often, Um, but it's the team picking, which was quite interesting. We have So and Bertha, Mm -hmm. Ellipse and Brioche, Cam and Paloma, and hashtag Team Grand Banana. Uh, Literally (laughs) the tallest and the smallest. Mm -hmm. Um, She really is at sex height. Insane. She could literally give La Grande Dame a blowy (laughs) standing up. Um, Well, they're going to have 15 minutes to get into quick drag, but at least they have one person who can help the other this time. Now they're going to start to plan out what they're going to do, and I'm glad that Ellipse at least asked permission to feel La Brioche's buns. She asked permission. We we like that. Love consent. Consent is sexy. Absolutely. Lolita, she looks like first time in drag realness. What a mess. A lot of them really looked a mess. I mean, but that's what happens when you have 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, before they begin, Nikki has a surprise for them. They will, be, they will have something to use as their boyfriend. And no, no, it's not the um, 
as Soa put it, the um, very tasteless uh, Caucasian. It's a bread maker. Um, yeah. She's like, there, there's just no flavor to this mammal. She, I think she yeah, likes yeah. no flavor. She, she likes the no flavor. And yeah. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Sorry, Twinks. You have no flavor. Um, let's talk through this baguette tutorial. So and Berta are up first, and so is playing the role of Claudette de Carchel, and she's a character, a definitely, definitely a fun character she played. Um, but listen, Soa is really the puppet here. You can tell Berta is just having a blast. Yeah. There, Joe, I mean, lost I, cause. I mean, I, I feel like everyone in this type of sort of challenge, like there's only so much you can do to really, like I don't know, regardless of what you do or regardless of how much you try, you're gonna amuse people. Because it's stupid. It's a stupid challenge. Legrand Dom and Lolita was a moment. Like, I actually think Legrand Dom's arms might have been taller than Lolita. Yeah, I thought that for a second, too. Um, I thought she was going to die as the hairnet was being put on her. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if this was a subtitle thing. You have to help me out here. There is some reference to Colombian flower. I have that note as well, and I burst out laughing. Yeah, um... (laughs) Is this a reference to, I don't know, maybe um, cocaina from Colombia? Yeah, I think so. That was uh, my, that was my guess. <laughs> not that there's any drugs in Colombia, right, Amanda? No, not at all. Not at all. Never. Not what, what are drugs? I don't even know. Exactly. Uh, La Grande Dame was one of those inflatable blow-up wavy things, like with mm-hmm. the arms that flail. What's funny is that's not going to be the first time I'm going to talk about it this week on the Drag Race podcast. Like wacky, waving, inflatable arm tube men. Wacky, waving. Oh my God, that 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 is what Evie Oddly said this week. Mm-hmm. God, these shows are just blending into each other. Honestly. Um. Then, one of those inflatable boobs. What are they? What a choice. Why? 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 Who brought those? I don't know. I think they're just pulling all sorts of props out of everywhere. And yeah. they're just trying. Um, Everybody was trying really hard. Yeah. Do you put glitter in your bread? Um, you know, there is edible glitter. There is. There oh, you is. do. So, okay. Gotcha. I, I've never made bread, but if I, yeah, I, I would love to do like um, some sort of would you, good would, edible. Would you put glitter in your arepa? <gasps> That's sacrilege. That's like oh, grandma's okay. rolling rolling in their graves. I don't think so. Okay, we'll ask um, Wednesday's grandma if she would. Okay. <laughs> um, the two-leg thing. That was hilarious. That, that <laughs> part was funny when they each put a leg up. That was good. Yeah. Uh, next up, Lips and Labrioche, who is playing the role of Christine Boudin. Um, is that a person? It sounded like it was a person or it was just very funny to them. I have no idea. Okay. I, it, it could. It, it seems referential, but I... Yeah. Um, she was very heightened and kind of like a Muppet. Uh, she could not control herself whatsoever. Uh, she just beat that bread. Beat it. And finally, Cam and Paloma was like watching the Jersey Shore knockoff try to cook. Uh, mm-hmm. That beat, that face was terrible. Um, and when that chicken cutlet fell in the dough, it was over. But they stayed with it. They stayed with it. And I thought that bowl was going to fall right over. I just thought the funniest thing about that entire thing was that before it all even started, Paloma said that it was a dream come true that Cam had painted her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, at least the wonderful thing about this challenge is that the amazing Cam Hugh gets to paint me. Like, wow, what a dream come now, true. Now, I am obviously new to the world of Cam Hugh, but I decided to like look 
through deep, deep, deep into yeah, yeah, social yeah. media. Um, that twink, not what that twink looks like no more. That twink was like brunette. Mm-hmm. Um, that twink clearly had massive, massive laser arm hair removal. Um, mm-hmm. That was a very different human. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you're an influencer, right? Clearly. Can I have some money, Kim? No. Please. Well, Nikki's decided that the winners are Ellipse and Labrioche. Why? They were the least funny to me. To me, it was awful, and I have no idea when you had um, literally, I don't know why um, Lolita and La Grande Dame didn't win, because that was the funniest to me. I agree. But whatever. All right, for this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be celebrated in France, in the France Ball. She tells them they will be presenting two categories. First is My Own Private France, where they will showcase an area or opinion of France. Second is French cliches. And then Nikki's like, good luck and don't fuck it up. And the queen's like, wait, but ball's coming three here. False exit. Mm-hmm. One more category. Category is Cannes Film Festival. Um... They're going to create a look using at least three beach items from inflatables to umbrellas to pool noodles. Um, how's that, France? How, how, how do those items make it very French? Or is it just because it's cans? I, I guess because it's just the setting. It's like, okay, fine. I mean, at that point, they should have been like, you know, Saint-Tropez Beach, you know, pool right. toy couture. That would have made more Get sense. Get Jiggly Caliente there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know. I think it was just a juxtaposition of like, okay, you need you have something that requires insanely formal wear, right. and then we're going to give you the most inconvenient item to make it. And hey, it's going to be that. But you're right; there really was no like to me. This is this should have been like a food challenge. But you know, I will exactly. constantly, I will constantly beg for a food design challenge because if, if any franchise should have it, it should be this one. That's true. Now, Ellipse and Lebrioche have 15 extra seconds to select their items. Now, when they went. It was very liberally. It was very quietly. It was very like delicately. It's like, oh, let's walk over and see what we have. Bitch, no, you pull everything, no matter what it is. And you say, competitors, you suck. You get nothing. They took, though, the biggest and what I think the best items were. Like, if you look at the photo of the before and after, like that entire little whatever where all the props were was empty when they left. So they, whatever, they, they had the most material, I think. What would you have chosen? Um, I think Labrioche picked the perfect thing, in my opinion, uh, which was this giant, 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 giant pool float. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me, the second you cut it open, like that right there is a, a skirt, a dress, like you could figure that one out and then start adding things on top and hot floating. That's to me the most important thing. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, like beach balls and things. Again, anything that you can can kind of stretch and like op- rip open and create more fabric mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's to me right. the, the smartest way to approach these things like because you need it you need the fabric somehow the girls are going to bring their items to their stations to see what bounty they can actually use uh soa will be cutting the muscles in half and see if she can use any of them and Paloma is going to remind them that this is the Con, the Cannes festival not the blood sausage festival I don't know what that means I didn't get it I didn't know what the reference was I'm not sure either. I don't think I like blood sausage. Pass. It's not that good. Uh, We have a a Colombian version and I've tried like Irish people love blood sausage too and I just, it's one of those flavors. I don't and I'm like partially. 
Really? But you have you had like um No, I don't want no. If it says blood, I'm not gonna have it. Like same with blood orange. Don't give me it. I'm not eating a blood orange. Really? That's delicious. That's different. No, but these bloody sausages, it's a whole other story. So I, I don't know. Go figure. Now, Bertha got to use a beach chair and thinks she's going to go with yellow vests at Cannes. The girl who wasn't invited is screaming about it from the roundabout. Funny enough, we're going to get to see a yellow vest dress later on. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. Um, she is going to attempt to make a Galeano-inspired Gaultier dress with a dash of Iris Van Herpen. <laughs> and I am the king of New York with a harem of twink followers. But alas, neither of us are real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where you just start naming fashion designers like yeah what did why why did you even bother because then you set us up for this vision because if you know the designers mm-hmm. you're like oh wow like yeah. she's gonna impress us and then wah, wah, wah. now paloma is worried with her fabrics that she might look like a pinata um she does make a reference to lolita and i was like is this reference racist or are we just being funny here i can't tell no, she did because I have here. She literally said like that. I think she did make a, a reference to Lolita, which I was just like, really? Are you gonna keep yeah. jabbing <laughs> Mexican jabs? But Yoshe is thinking an asymmetrical dress with a train. She knows she's not good at seamstress, but she is good with hot glue. Amanda, are you good with hot glue? Yeah. Oh my god, love hot glue. Um, let's see an original design from Amanda made from with hot glue. I have actually. Um, it's one of my earliest, um, like super baby drag looks. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. made this really cool um, sculptural dress out of chicken wire, and mm-hmm. hot glued a whole bunch of flowers and like just a whole vineyard like topiary design, and I wore it to um, Chiquititas, one of the first Met Galas in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm, There's photographic fun. evidence of that. Yes, I, I do. I do love me some hot glue. Yeah. Now, Brioche will be looking toward her sewing mommy ellipse for guidance because she knows what she's doing. And just wait for that story, Landa. Finish mm-hmm. up later. Um, so we're going to learn a little bit about has any of them been to Cannes before? And La Grande Dame is from Nice, so it's like home for her. It represents a lot of things from her past. We will now learn that Cam is from deep in Arroche, which is in the south of yep. France, but not near Cannes. Um, she says it's a nice little town, but they don't do what they do in the big cities. There are no nightclubs or parties or places to do drag. She says it wasn't easy being gay and exuberant there. Uh, the gaze of others is less present in the big cities where there are a lot of people. There are no barriers that keep you from your dreams. And I think that's really cool and important to note that, yeah, even in other countries, if you're from a small town, gayness is not really there. Yeah, um, it was very touching to hear their stories, you know, to see kind of, um, I think it also mattered more because you have these two like look queens and like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're huge influencers and you would think like, oh, you know, they're untouchable. But, you know, they had this very serious moment where they really, you know, tackled something that's very important in the queer community, which is, you know, the idea of visibility and mm-hmm. the idea of, you know, safety and the idea of, you know, being valid where you are and because you're you and uh, unfortunately that's just not possible everywhere you know i mean in america it's the same thing you know new oh, york sure. is very different from arkansas so i mean you you could even say parts of new york are very different from the rest of new york i mean absolutely well la grande dame will reveal that she left nice after an incident where she was sent to the hospital disfigured after she was attacked she dealt with this discrimination and mockery her entire life in nice 
She says she still is traumatized by it to this day. She can't have someone walk behind her on the street. She will say that she was leaving a nightclub at 7 a.m. Four of them grabbed her from behind as she was 100 meters from her door. She wound up unconscious and didn't have time to see their faces. All she knows, she woke up at the hospital. Um, crazy story. Sad story. Um, not oh. a new story. But um, I will say, she's a tall bitch. Mm-hmm. So it had to take it four people. How, how, that's insane. It, it just goes to show you that, like, hate is that, you know, it's, people hate that much that they could tackle some, because you were thinking, like, who's going to mess with her, you know? Right. But. So it says her story fascinates her because he's so young and she's been through so much in so little time. Lilita gets the shivers hearing the story as it scares her because some people just don't survive those kinds of attacks. Mm-hmm. Paloma is glad she opened up so she doesn't have to feel so isolated and hide. And Librioche says, we shouldn't be ashamed because we are fabulous and legitimate. Yeah, we're all, all valid, absolutely. Yes. Again, all gays are valid, not all gays are nice. <laughs> Twinks, yes, I'm looking at it. you. But nobody deserves to be attacked no, absolutely for their not. sexuality or not just, a chance. At, at least, yeah. All right. Nikki arrives because she must have been just really bored backstage and tells them not only do they have to show that they are designers, but they have to model it on the runway. How's your runway walk? I think it's all right. I'm not like, I'm not no Naomi Campbell, but you know, fun. Well, to help them find their inner panther on the runway, Nikki's friend Kitty Smile comes by. Um, do you have any pants that have Amanda printed on the booty? No, no, I don't. No? Why not? <laughs> that's, a, that's a new merch idea for sure. <laughs> uh, so Kitty is there to help him with the walk, runway walk. Um, can I ask a question? Mm. Why didn't they do this on the runway? Um, that was my question too. I didn't understand why they did it in the workroom. They could have all of a sudden, you know, I, they do it all the time on Drag Race. Oh, girls come out to the main stage and right. then, oh, look who our guest here is, you know, to show you a little runway walk or to whatever. I mean, you know, we've seen it tons of times and I'm surprised they did it, but you know, whatever. Everything that is not for the main stage has been done in the workroom. I'm going to be very curious when we get to Snatch Game next week, if it's done in the workroom also. Do you imagine? I mean, even because even when they did it in Italia, when it was um, on the main stage, like this is not right either. This does not work. Does not compute. Hmm. All right. Well, Kitty comes from the ballroom scene, which started in New York by transgender women and black and Latina drag queens in the early 70s. It gives a space to LGBT youth to show their skills and develop their talent and find themselves. Um, I think this was a great teaching moment because uh, there are still a lot of people who don't know what the ballroom scene is and all they've been like, oh my God, legendary. I, I was like, don't even get me started. I, Drag Race as a whole has borrowed so much from this culture. I mean, just even the catchphrase, like it blows my mind that people can be such diehard like drag race fans and not know about this. When I mean, the technically, foundation Kitty, of this franchise. Kitty you know I mean? is like, one of the first people to actually be from the ballroom scene and get this kind of attention on drag right. race. No, I mean, listen, drag race France is doing, is doing the Lord's work because 
you know, last week we got drag kings for the first time, like visually represented. And now mm-hmm. we've got someone from the ballroom scene represented and like actually showing us versus someone who just happens to know, you know, how to vogue, how to dip, how to, right. you know, okay, great. That's all wonderful. But like, do you know about that world? And it, it was really cool to see. And, you know, I hope they all appreciate it. How would you have done in Kitty's Walking School? I probably would have failed. <laughs> yeah, what, what would be I'm the just critique? Not, I'm just not that fierce. I, like, I, I can't. Like, I'm not. What would Kitty's critique for you be? Oh, I don't know. Probably to, like, feel it more. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes I get a little in my head about, you know, what are other people going to say or what are other people going to do or, like, how am I going to look? Um, am I going to do things the right way? And it's, like, that kind of keeps you from the moment and like really feeling it and like really like bringing out like the panther know, on the runway out. yeah exactly and so i feel like that would probably be the critique all right first up is la Berberta and kitty tells her that she can be serious and be super awesome supermodel who rivals naomi campbell it doesn't always have to be campy uh cam goes and kitty tells her to project more because she is so small how small is cam do we think she's like five four five five yeah, something like that. Like maybe the shortest would be like five three. Like a- yeah. Oh my god, that's almost like Georgia's size. And she's a little there baby fucking twink. There you go. Ellipse is next. And Kitty's advice is none because she's not a player in this season and we don't care. <laughs> that was the moment I was like, she's she's not even she she's barely gonna make this show. We're gonna lose yeah. her soon. For Paloma, Kitty wants her to push her pelvis forward to direct where she's going, which is a critique I've definitely um, seen others take before. Very Naomi Smalls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, that bitch will break your back. Um, I don't know how she does it. Uh, Lolita, no, I'm sorry. La Brioche is up, and she's told not to look at the floor so much. Great critique, because we definitely know those queens out there. Um, mm-hmm. But you know what? Walking is hard. <laughs> walking is very listen, hard listen i'm a very cautious person and sometimes you know you got to make sure you know you're you're okay like you don't want to step on anybody's toes you don't want to hurt yourself you don't want to step in something you know you don't want any accidents so of course you're bound to look down listen you don't know what's been on that main stage you don't know if someone just squirted water all over it listen yesterday at dyke drag someone pulled out grapes and there were all of a sudden grapes smushed on the floor and it was like everybody hazard hazard and like that's why you gotta look i down. would be that diva and say manager clean it up or i'm not going on that stage yeah well again i'm pretty sure i left and there were still grapes smushed on the floor but <laughs> that's also the prettiest for me we're like stop the show we're gonna clean this up yeah no i think it just nobody saw it and like i think i saw it but it was too late someone like ended up stepping in it so it was like well well oh well Lolita goes and she strips and splits and Kitty is like, if you could split, why deprive yourself? Honestly, true. If I could split, I would be doing it all the time, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like all day, every On the subway? Yep. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere Times I could. Square? I'd be, yeah, just do it. Well, Soa goes, no advice. And finally, La, La Grande Dame takes her turn, gets no advice. But let's be real. They don't need that advice because they're already models. Yeah. They know how to do this. Well, Kitty will guide them all one last time as they are like a new house on Legendary. Check them out on season four. <laughs> now, Nikki will, will reveal that joining them are two guests on the panel. Head of Elle magazine, Veronique Philippe 
and fashion legend Chantel Thomas. Are you familiar with either woman? No. I the only um I mean the, for me the the uh iconic I mean I don't think she'd sign up to do this maybe next season, but it would be uh Corrine Wardfell, who's like mm-hmm. fashion giant. I mean like if you don't know who she is, guys, just look her up. I mean, she top top tier fashion, French fashion. American now, is fashion. was this Veronique? Is this L International or L France? Do we know? I'm gonna assume France. Um, and then Chantal Thomas, I did a little research on. She did. She wrote a a book that turned into a movie. So that's the thing. What movie? I don't remember what it's called. It was a, it was French. Hmm. No. Well. Now, Nikki and Kitty leave, and some of the queens are terrified about Chantel Thomas being there, and Lebody Shea knows that she is going to have to give it her all. We're going to watch Designing Continues as the pressure is rising. And that's on that. We skip over an entire segment of Elimination Day because, hey, we got a lot of looks to go through. Listen, you got to do what run, you got to do. It is runway time, and our host with the most, Nikki Dahl, uh, is looking very Parisian with that hairdo, a very sexy mm-hmm. blue dress. I like that she's pushing it on the runway. Um, that being said, it's my least favorite of three so far, but she's had three good looks. Um, I think it was okay. I think, you know what? Um, it's still kind of the best she's looked from our mm-hmm. impression, you know, from her season on U.S. Drag Race. And obviously she had to step it up being a host for this one. Um, and I think mm-hmm. she's doing it. I think she's doing it well. Um, is she as well as some of the other hosts? You know, from other international franchises, I don't know. That's a that's debatable. I think her fashion's better than our favorite Supreme because Supreme's runways are questionable. <gasps> Some of them are terrible. How dare you? And it's mostly because the, the gray, ru- the black gray rooted wig. <gasps> How dare you? <gasps> terrible. Um, Amanda, have you ever been to a fashion show? Yes. Oh my goodness. So I started my fashion career um, as a blogger and I was going to runway shows all the time. Did great. you go with a clack fan? No, I wasn't that gay back then. No. Well, we were learned, we learned on this um, <laughs> introduction that you had to have a clack fan to go to a fashion show, apparently. Uh, Daphne, really? Daphne Berkey has a little red fan that says prut. Do you know what prut means? It means whore. Um, well, according to Google Translate, it said fart. No, it like it's horror, but like colloquial would be like bitch, you know. Okay, not fart. No, not not okay. not to my Google, knowledge. Google no. Translate, you fucking failed. Um, and then Kitty Smile has one of those giant ass fans. I would like one that says block talk, please. That's wonderful. Where do yes, I get one? Absolutely. Um, I know where I can question. I know where I can get a custom made fan at daftboy.com. Use yeah. use uh, code block talk 15 for 15 percent off your purchase at daffboy.com that's right um and they don't do big fans like that. not that size no way are you sure i uh, maybe I'll, I'll message him and see if he can if he doesn't i feel like <laughs> you imagine do. if that was like the case do. you would never see a virtual background ever again it would be that fan. you would just have that fad yeah literally um well our guests Chantel and veronique have none um, I can't believe they didn't get like a Drag Race France clack fan. That's so rude. Um, well, we're also going to learn in this moment that the winner will get a photo shoot in L. And Nikki's like, me too. And, she, and Veronique is like, no, no, you can have a subscription. 
Shade. <laughs> but apparently, Cam Hugh has already been in L. Yeah. So, like, I mean, listen, the, the prize package for this franchise is a little whack, in my opinion, because they don't actually get any liquid cash. Like, what are you supposed to do? Are you going to sell the crown and scepter? Because I sure yeah. would. That's, I mean, but are you even going to get that kind of money for it? There are drag race fans out there who are insane. You think? You think drag race I... fans would be like, I need this from Drag Race France or else? Yes. And here's yes. the $40,000? No, they would say, here's 80000 I mean, with the exchange rate plus shipping, yeah, maybe. It's the memorabilia part that they'd be like, oh my God, the first crown and scepter ever from the franchise, that's worth it. No, really? In this economy? I there are fucking drag race fans that go to every single stop of these work the world tours. Listen, you, leave every Courtney, you leave Courtney Conkers alone. No. no, that's her actual literal job. No, I know. I know that's her job. It's her I'm, fucking I'm job now. I'm like, bitch, can I have that job? <laughs> I just guess, we love you, Courtney. No, I love so Courtney. Good. No, I, love. I adore her. I love that she got a fucking party bus for the uh, Candace Drag Race 2 cast. Like, that's Amazing. killer. I want a party Amazing. bus. Yeah. God damn it. One day I'll be that cool. Yeah. All right. Let's get ready for our own French ball. Category is Very my good. own private France. In honor of the runway, we will play baguette or cigarette because Ooh. I hate them. If you smoke, <laughs> that's on you. Don't do it in front of me because I will start coughing in your face because I can't take the smell. Oh my God, but it's so French. I know that's why we're doing baguette or cigarette. No, I know, I know, but it's like literally like it's like that's uh, seen in <laughs> Sex in the City, which is like, oh, I quit smoking, but she's in Paris. I was like, oh, smoke. Everybody in Paris smokes. Like it's sex. Literally, if I go to Paris, it's probably going to be the reason why I don't do anything is because I can't take the cigarette smoke. Yep. All right. Paloma. Looking here by Paloma. I love cheese. Give me cheese. This is yes. drag. I love the headpiece. It is serving you charcuterie realness. The dress yes. if all is olive and orange, not a number, normal color combo that you see in fashion, but Paloma makes it work as she introduces the ginger into her hair as well. I just think this is high fashion and drag blended well with modern touches and classic elements. She sparkles in the right places like the collar and the shoes. She is so good. I adore her. Love. This is, this is drag at its finest. I love the historical reference, but I love the modernity with the color and the details. You know, like you said, that contrast color, that's not necessarily the most French thing, or is it expected either? Uh, but it was really cool. Um, it reminded me a lot of uh, Adriana's look for Canada's mm -hmm. Drug Race. Um, and of course, so I was naturally going to like this. Uh, but no, phenomenal, phenomenal job. And then it was so funny to see the photo shoot of this. She's got the little rat with the cheese. And that, uh -huh. made, you know, anything that references Ratatouille. I'm we love Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. Remy. Yes, love um, Remy. Kitty says she's amazing. He says they knew she was a comedy queen, but now they can see her as a fashion queen. He says she's always impeccable with details. And Daphne said it's her favorite as she created a look with a lot of humor. I will give it a baguette. Yes. Baguette. Audience. Baguette, like all the bread, all the bread. Audience, 94% baguette, 6% cigarette. Oh, right. see, I, I don't understand that. And the other thing, too, that I want to criticize is Kitty, like, bless him, but like, this is not the first time she served us a fashion. You know what I mean? No. And it's like, 
come on now. Where you been? All right, Lolita Banana, hair by Ingenie Sivistre, look by Mirat Pari, jewels by Juliette Lee, shoes by Corinne Pion, nails by Matt. I like the idea and most of the execution, but it falls into the French cliches category a bit as well. Going with the idea of the lover's locks on the bridge is very cute and special, but I don't like how it's paired with a typical beret and the turtleneck leotard because they felt cliche and basic. It is a good look, but I can absolutely see it being elevated. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It, it really wasn't my favorite specifically because of those details. Love the reference. Absolutely insanely French. I love that, but it was very, very haphazard. And like, we needed, you know what I needed? Shit, even bigger hair would have helped. You know what I mean? I needed her to come out on a bicycle. Oh, <gasps> you imagine? With a French baguette in the uh, basket. Oh, something i mean it just needed it needed more it needed it was very very yes it was very very subdued of a look um but i didn't hate it again just not my favorite i'll give it a baguette i'm gonna give this a soft baguette like day old baguette like stale baguette ready for crouton baguette yeah exactly uh the audience 45 percent baguette 55 percent cigarette La Grande Dame, look by Victor Van Santo, jewels by La Collection Noir, gloves by Valerie de la Chapelle. Uh, well, she had a duck walk in because she was way too tall. First time for everything on this show. Uh, she tells <laughs> us that she is playing a widow from Brittany. The reference is lost on me. Um, it also is made by the actual designer, so it already is an iconic look. Mm-hmm. I think the, um, the blonde hair and the dark red lip were perfect contrast to the dress. I think it's art and it still is drag, even if it is an original runway piece. But we know how I feel about original runway pieces. Not you, you should not be rewarded for them. Um, you know, this is a look where you're like, damn, that bitch really is that tall. Like, damn. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I mean, like we saw it in the mini challenge, but this was like, oh no, she really is that tall. Um that being said, I mean, the look was everything. I mean, this stunning. could have been an editorial, absolutely stunning, gorgeous, need it, want it. Like, I mean, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, I mean, yes, to your point, though, you get more points. When you make, I know. Yeah, you get more points when you do a little more or you, you know, collaborate with the designer and, and create something of your own. Uh, but bitch, she looked fierce. Like, that was yeah. amazing. Veronique says she is a true fashion queen and says all her looks were so perfect. She said it was breathtaking how she came on stage. I will give it a baguette. Yeah, absolutely. Baguette. Audience, 97% baguette, 3% cigarette. Next up is Ellipse. Look by Ellipse, hair by La Deche Factory. Uh, so she likes black. I'm wearing black. Then bam, it's pride season. Uh, she's got that cat suit with a progress pride flag. And I'm like, the lining of the black jacket, though, being rainbow. That is the moment here. Mm-hmm. I hate how tacky it is, but I also adore it so much. I think it's great. She is working it and making it look high fashion despite it being so not. It's a very basic concept for the category, and I would have loved her to push it further, but it works. Oh, I loved it. I think it was well-constructed because you didn't see mm-hmm. any sort of problems with that lining. Like, that could have puckered very easily. You have a lot of colors, a lot of stripes, a lot of, you know... Yep. Nothing. Um, you could definitely see the very seamless, just beautiful, crisp 
um, look there, uh, very well tailored. Um, I love it. I mean, everybody's gonna have this for Pride next year. I'm sure mm-hmm. of it. Veronique really loves her performance. She loves the play on the LGBT flag and her combination with the different colors that really complemented each other. I'll give it a baguette. Baguette, absolutely. The audience was 68% baguette, 32% cigarette. All oh, right, next they up. They have to chime in there. She loved it. I know, so she much. loves it so much. Because otherwise, if you don't give it baguette, I'm sorry, that's just homophobic yep absolutely all right look by kitty space headpiece by jenny from the block uh it's very pretty it's very french but it's had on the basic side she's going with a traditional chantise outfit i guess it's supposed to be like a folk inspired look um Mm -hmm. i do feel like the color palette always needs to have a color story with purpose and the pink she chose for her lips and eyes just work so hard against the beautiful blue on her fan and gown also if the necklace is the focal point, as she says it is, why is it almost hidden? Yes. Why is it almost hidden? There's something always a little off about her looks. Like, they're never 100% there. Her eyebrows. It, well, I was getting there. Um, always just a little, I don't know, like a little, you know. Um, but I will say she looks like a little doll. And I love that. You mm-hmm. know, very pretty, stunning little doll. Um, super porcelain, you know, skin. Like, I think this is the best makeup she's had so far, which says a lot. But, you know, and but the look I, indeed was basic. Absolutely. Hitty says it was quite basic. It told them where she comes from, but he struggled to find the fun side. I will give this a cigarette. Uh, you know, I just, yeah, I really didn't like it because I feel like. I feel like I have pieces like that from my wardrobe that I've gotten at like Amazon that I can piece together a look like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. just very, it, not, not drag race worthy. No, I'm sorry. The so, audience, 32% baguette, 68% cigarette. Yeah. Right. Next up is So Out of Muse. Look by Pippa Just Pippa. Jewels by Bogolov Queen. Uh, she is taking us to the islands. I love that she went this direction. This is in fact her france it's classic she's got the high cut pant made for the madras cotton which is the material worn by traditional dancers in martinique uh, i love how happy she feels in this look and as she pays homage to the women of the west indies um the colors are just a celebration yeah everything about this look made me smile like between the colors between the fact that she was so proud that you know mm-hmm. this is her culture her heritage it was also cool to see something that was not necessarily um you know, um, France, like the country specifically, or like very Parisian, if you will, um, but still very French, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool to see that sort of perspective. Um, yeah, loved, love, love, love. And also she's just like, she makes the clothes come to life. Like she's yeah. such a model, you know, she definitely, again, not that she needed uh, Kitty's advice, but you know, she, she definitely worked it out on the runway. Daphne says she's magnificent and love the handcraft of it. I will give it a baguette. Yeah. This is another one where I could have been like uh, all the baguettes, the uh, vinoctery, like the pastries, the, the bakery. Give me the bakery. Yeah. The audience, not so lovely of it. 67% baguette, 33% cigarette. Shame. Shame on you. All right, Cam Hugh. Look by Emmerich. Hair by Christoph Mecca. Feathers by Plumes de Paris. 
She is a rat with wings, a.k.a. a Parisian pigeon. Uh, the hair is the hair. It's brilliant. Could the Eiffel Tower be larger? Totally. It's the garment. She has the right fabrics. The capelet that turns into wings was brilliant. This is a fashion moment. It is perfectly drag. Her mug is excellent. God damn it, this bitch. I fucking hate pigeons. Like this. Is... I do too. No, I'm sorry. You <coughs> You came out as a fucking <coughs> pigeon. As a fucking pigeon. Wednesday, I... does, do, do you like pigeons? She loves to chase them. <laughs> she wants to eat. She wants to eat one. Um, yeah. That being said, I, I just, I, I couldn't get the, I, I can appreciate obviously how high drag this look is. And like the fact that, you know, her, her mug is always right. Like that goes without saying the wigs are always flawless. You already know how I feel about these wigs. Um, but I can't stand this look. And it's just because of the whole pigeon thing. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, no. Veronique loved the pigeon and thought it was a great idea. She said it was a funny nod to Paris. She said it was well executed with the feather cape. I'm going to give it a bad get. Uh, I'm going to have to say a cigarette because, again, I also, for the record, I don't understand how this is in family French because this could be New York. This could be anywhere. Pigeons are fucking everywhere. Maybe they don't realize that because they're French. They were like, oh my God, yes, we're the only country with pigeons. No, like they are everywhere. They're gross. No. The audience. 87% baguette, 13% cigarettes. So you were on the losing side. I mean, again, I, like I said, I can appreciate the fact, like, was the look like well done? Absolutely. It's just now it just became a a question of personal taste. And for me, nay. Yeah. La Bigberta, look by Anne Chevrel, hair by Wig as You Art, fountain by Ordu Ramon, jewels by Philippe Ferrandi. We love a moment. I think this was such a brilliant look. It's a reinterpretation of Marie Antoinette with an homage to Versailles. Denim can be tacky, but bitch, this was high fashion. I love the little gold flourishes. This is water. This is camp. It's stupid. I'm glad we had this moment. This was very fun and it's going to make the end of the year list for me um yeah talk about well i want to say it was unexpected but you sort of knew something was going to happen when all of a sudden you see the the runway change Mm -hmm. yeah i was like hmm what's going on there uh but that being said i mean the gag and like the fact she sold it with her theatricality and the construction looked great the silhouette looked amazing on her um could have been a little better of a mug that's just me personally uh but well you clearly just hate bearded bitches no i my god no stop it you know i love i love a bearded artist amazing um but no this is like there's no denying like this is absolutely fabulous and you know, never before seen, never before. Like, here you go, Drag Race France giving us newness. Love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Veronique says, well done. She was blown away and even wet. She really liked the showgirl side. It is a baguette. Yeah, absolutely. Baguette, full-fledged bakery, for sure. Audience, 94% baguette, 6% cigarette. Who was not right. impressed by this? Like, I'm, I'm, literally. I know. All right, category is French cliches. And this one, 
listeners, if you roll your eyes, good. I'm glad. In <laughs> honor of the runway, we are going to play Dore, You Stay, or <laughs> Escargo Away. <laughs> I'm a writer, people, and y'all forget that I'm a good writer. You're I was going to say, you really put your... You put it all in there. You really did. You did. Why was this not what they say at the end of the episode? Bare, you say, escargo away. Come on. It doesn't translate the same way. Do it in English. It's Bare is a French word. Escargo is still a French word. Come on. Nikki, I'm going to DM you next season. There you go. There you go. All right. Paloma. Look by Pippa Just Pippa. Hair by Paloma. So tourist like art. And what's so bad about that? I love the androgynous look with the pantsuit and the bare chest and the beret, but the crowning achievement is a yellow yarn wig. Love primary colors. It looks so cohesive. She is just a fucking brilliant drag artist. Oh, what a stunning, stunning, stunning look because already like you fit the challenge. Yes. Absolute cliche. Yes. You know, French means art and French, you know, they're all artists and they're all, you know, um, but the color play and just the structured silhouette on her body, like everything's great. And then you top it off with this wig where, you know, Avant Garbage is like quaking somewhere that like someone's coming for her gig with these yarn wigs, but shit, like it just was really, really great. I mean, if I have any critique at all, maybe is that I do wish, I don't know. I guess I would have loved to see this as a, like a, a, I, you know what? I'm not a critique. Like, I'm just curious to see how this would look as a dress. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. all. Beret, you stay for me. Yeah, absolutely. Audience, 82%. Beret, you stay. 18%. Escar, go away. Like, you don't know art. <laughs> all right, next up, Lolita Banana. She, um, oh, wait, sorry. The designers are Hair by Katie Beam, Look by Louis, Louis Parit. Um, she is playing around with the yellow vest protesters with a drag twist. Um, for those who are unaware, the yellow vest protesters are basically the people who we don't like because they're always protesting everything. Um, I think the gown should be disgusting, but the gown is exceptional. She looks so good in this hair. I love it. Um, she is older than I am, but she looks like she is a spry 20 something in drag. Um, this was really fun. And I think she's a complete underdog. Yeah, this was very smart. Um, and I didn't expect it at yeah, all. That's uh, why I think she it's did it she's well. a dog. Yeah, and she did it very well. And I love the fact that, you know, she even, you know, her props was meaningful and kept going. And she, you could tell it was just a very thoughtful look and she really took yeah. her time and it was very well designed and executed. Um, there's something though, you know, you, you mentioned the way that she, you know, looked Young. I, I don't know if she looks younger. There's something about her mug that I do not like. And we said oh. this at the beginning for the preview podcast. There's something, mm-hmm. every look I've seen so far, I'm absolutely in love with like the neck down and like the hairline up. But something about, and, and that's not even shade of like as to her makeup skills or anything, but there's something, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, it could be a personal thing. It could be lighting. It could be, there's something that I'm not, like getting credit for whatever work she's doing on like her are face you, or like are you joining the rest of the cast and hating her because she's Mexican? 
<laughs> no, listen, I could be Mexican by association, I swear. <laughs> no, no, no. There's just something, I don't know. I, I, I tried giving it some time, but we're now three episodes in. And every time she's on the runway and every time she, there's something about, I don't know, maybe it's like she needs like a, a deeper contour. I, there's something where I'm not seeing. The woman. The, yeah, the woman within, really. Um, I don't know. But other than that, I mean, still amazing look. Like, absolutely. Well, Daphne said that Carl Lagerfeld used to say yellow is ugly and it doesn't go with anything, but it can save your life. And didn't it did with her look. She says the messages she conveyed and how she did it was perfect. I'll give it a beret, you stay. Yeah, me too. Beret, you stay. Audience, 80% beret, you stay. 20% S-car, go away. La Grande Dame, look by Daria D'Ambrosio. Hair by Energine Silvestri. Jewels by La Collection Noir. Of course, she looks runway ready. She is incredible. Uh, I love that the puff is like cool, but we're stretching it, calling it Marie Antoinette. I'm not going to lie. I think that's a stretch. The look is exceptional. Yeah. The boots are cool. The hair is fine. Overall, strongly curated, but I'm not moved by it. Yeah, like my note on this look is I didn't get it. And yeah. now that you're like, what French cliche? And then is it was it supposed to be Marie Antoinette? Because I didn't get that. That was not mm-hmm. at all, to me, like you said, a, a stretch. Like we're really grasping at straws here to, to make that statement. Um, but that being said, again, she still looks flawless. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with this look. Really, really, really cool silhouette. I mean, it's, again, it's like on down. Like we expect this from her. So I'm not surprised. Nikki says they love the fierceness and supermodel vibe, but they like some more humanity. She tells her to try to bring that to the stage a bit more, a.k.a. you're a robot. Uh, it's a beautiful look, Beret, you say. Yeah, undeniable. Even if it even if it did not <laughs> fit the brief, undeniable, yeah. Audience, 95% Beret, you say, 5% S-car, go away. All right, we got a lips. Look by a lips, hair by La Desfectory. Uh, pair lips with Paloma's first runway, and we have a party. <laughs> I like wine. I think this wine hat should be marketed for festivals. She's wearing yes. burgundy. It's a great color on her. The grape earrings are camp. The garment is a bit on the basic side, but it's the concept that I appreciate. This is what I was waiting for. This was such a smart look because hello. Yes. Anybody that knows anything about French, like you don't even need to know, you know, wine. That's the bare minimum wine and cheese, right? That's it, French. And so talk about cliche. Talk about really, really fun. Yes, okay, yes, absolutely. The the little sheep dress was like very basic, but like the center of attraction was that hat. Yep. I loved it. I will give it a beret you stay. Yeah, absolutely. Audience, 81% beret you stay, 19% escar go away. Next up, La Brioche, hair by Wigs the Blue. Red arms by Atlise. Uh, she's going with parody of Bridget Bardot by giving herself baguette arms. Scary, but also campy and dumb. The dress is very simple, and thankfully the V-neck dives deep enough because Bridget Bardot is all about sex, and that's not necessarily what La Brioche serves. It's a cute concept, but I'm needing more. I mean, where do I start? Um, this shit was creepy. <laughs> it was very scary, because that's a horror I- movie. That was not what I was expecting in the slightest. Um, even with the reference, it was just very, very weird. Um, yes, 
give her credit camp. Absolutely. She's definitely like a huge camp queen. You know, we had last week, she was Waluigi or Wario or whatever. And now she's got bread arms. Um, Not my favorite. (laughs) Kitty says the look was super fun. I will give it the very, very, very soft beret say. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will too, only because she had like a vision and bread is French and sure, that's cliche. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I see it. Audience, 62% Beret You Stay, 38% Escar. Go away. Next up, Soa Demuse, Look and Hair by Y. Paraleb. Um, Soa has become a white lady, and it's hilarious. She's got that uptight, rich Karine vibe, which is a French Karen. Um, the garment is very well made, and I know who this person is. I love that she is very far from what she normally does, and then that kinky back, serve. How fun was this? How fun was it? that she is literally teasing this group of people and then she's like nope here you go we all have our dirty little secrets um Mm -hmm. amazing now she she did she did it was it was very here's another one that was very unexpected because you know she's very fashion and she's very and this was absolutely campy and just fun and really entertaining so i like you see a lot of these cowings when you went to france um I did not but I also wasn't you know I was doing touristy things so I don't think oh, gotcha, I was gotcha. gonna bump into any of them you know now Daphne says she's seen it before okay good for you uh, I will give it a beret <laughs> you stay oh absolutely audience I don't think you watched the episode but fine 59% beret you stay 41% escar go away okay <laughs> All right, Cam Hugh, look by Maxime Blotin, hair by the Arasnik. Uh, So she's a chef, and then she's a carb girl. This mm-hmm. is easily Cam's worst look of the season, and it's that's been near impossible to do. The corset looks like it was a design challenge of a corset with, that she glued shit on. The hair, though, fantastic. I love the color on her. Um, I need more, Cam. You can't. This is too easy. This is a safe, safe route. Um, I admitted i am a huge croissant whore Uh uh-huh naturally love love a croissant but i hated this look this Mm -hmm. is if this was on any other drag race franchise she would be red to filth for just Mm -hmm. literally hot gluing on a corset like Mm -hmm. literally like what did you do what was uh, the wig she didn't make and again we already know flawless wig flawless mug but what like what? No. Yeah. Daphne says this was no ordinary croissant and she managed it really well. I don't agree. Escar, go away. Agreed. I, I I did not understand the critiques and everyone was living for this. And it's like, are we watching a different runway show? Because again, it mm-hmm. literally just looks like plastic croissants that you get from like the kids' kitchen play section from like yes. Dollar Tree, hot glued onto like a really beautiful satin corset. No, absolutely, Escargo. Like, no, 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 no. The audience, um, 67% Beret you stay, 33% Escargo away. So this is the lowest she's gotten so far this season. But mm-hmm. La Bibretta, look by Axel Borsu, hair by a wig as what? Uh, this is why campy queens get a bad rap sometimes. The concept of an accordion dress, brilliant. The execution was a miss. Uh, I think the gold cat suit was simply that. I like the silliness of the piano keys as the collar. The hair looks like a bad clown. 
Uh, and why does she have a light bulb on her ass? This is why I love camp. Like I love camp, but I hate when things are that literal. Mm-hmm. This is giving me very like Samantha Valentine's doing the television dress on Drive Race. Ah, no. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like you fucking, you had to be an accordion. Like, okay, great. I love your reference. Yes, if it's the challenge. Yeah. I love Kitchy, but yeah, the execution was a fail. No, 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 no. Kitty was disappointed in the look and thought it was washed up. Um, I'm going to give it an S-car go away. Yeah, it's going to go away. Audience, 57% say 43% Escar go away. All mm-hmm. right, final category. Category is Cannes Festival. In honor of the runway, we will play award winner or movie pass. Okay. Paloma. It's not the best, but it's fine. I think she utilized the flamingo blow up in a well campy way. The feather bow was a good addition. I don't love the hair on her. It's not the right style. Yeah, um, I agree. The hair was a mess. But other than that, I mean, like, for the material she had, I mean, she did great. And it's still on brand. And it's very campy and fun. And, you know, she sold it, you know, with her personality as well. And it was all right. Chantel will have her turn around and ask her um, and tell her that the lace up in the back and the corset in the front is perfect. Kitty would love to have seen something in her hair. And Nikki asks if that her is her hair color of choice, and she says that she's a redhead. Great, good for you. I will still give an award winner, but the softest one of the of the bunch. Agreed. Very soft award winner. Audience, seventy nine percent award winner, twenty one percent movie pass. Lolita Banana. Uh, so she used a lot of fabric, right? And that's like Cam's wig, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love the combo. <laughs> the blue and yellow are sublime. I love her makeup. I think the cut of the gown is exquisite. This is a great look, but I really want to know what beach supplies she used. I feel like, what did she grab? She might've done a lot of, um, I think the girls grabbed a lot of uh, like the lawn chairs, the beach chairs or something like it. Mm -hmm. It seemed very fabric heavy. Like it didn't necessarily seem like it was too many unconventional materials there. Because it looks very, very, very well made. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, love the branding. Always, you know, like a banana. Very cool. Um, Yeah, I was impressed. I was really impressed with her because I didn't, I don't know. I just, again, looking at the materials that they had, whenever you think about it, it's like, how how are you really going to transform these things and make it look into something super chic? And she did it. It was stunning. Chantel says, really amazing colors and interesting hairstyle. She has perfect extra, ex, exoticism. Really interesting and different. Yes, she used the word exoticism. I'm <laughs> not sure that's a word we should probably be using. But that being said, it's an it's award winner. It's good looking. I just want to know the behind the scenes of it. Hmm. It's funny that you mentioned the exoticism because I feel like this is where it might be the English translation. I feel like uh-huh, someone... Uh-huh. In- uh, World of Wonder is just like really translating to the T, like you know, because like, I don't. When I watched it, I didn't see anything of that okay, sort. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you going to win an award winner or a movie pass? Award winner for sure. She, she definitely surprised me. Yeah. Audience loved it. Ninety-five percent award winner, five percent movie pass. 
No. The Grand Dame. She is tall and has a great body, and that's why this works. The blue bath towel was easy to manipulate, but it's the rope work that makes it special. I think the earrings are fun and funky. The hair, once again, is coming from the Cam Hugh collection, correct? Right? I just literally hate the chicken cutlets that are about to fall the fuck out. She needed, she, she needed some coconuts, I know. <laughs> um, you know what? This is what you have these fashion girls and that's why she's a fashion girl. Like she knows what she's doing. She knows how to mm-hmm. pull a look together. I mean, she looks amazing. And it surprised me that she managed to get all these little details in because I don't know, just I, I didn't expect that from her. Yeah. either you know sometimes a lot of these fashion queens like yes you can get looks made and that's why you look so stunning but who's to say you can create and she did and she you know it, it really worked well um i think i mean like she needed you know i appreciate that she wants to give us some body that's always mm-hmm. nice i'll give it an award winner yeah absolutely award winner audience 95 percent award winner five percent movie pass ellipse who is this one person but like you know, literally Lips. I feel like this is very fashionable, but it's not what they wanted for this challenge. That being said, she looks like an emotionless model. I need eyebrows, please. Uh, the green top is crafted well. The pants are wonderful, but it is on the bland side. Um, you know, this is something that could have been sold better had she had different hair and a little bit more eyebrows. I don't even care about that. It's literally just the, the, no eyebrows, flat wig, and sad look. Like, this yeah. was obviously going to be a fail. Uh, but all in all, yes, it didn't fit the challenge. I'm still impressed that she made something like this out of fucking I agree. Uh, it was very chic. It was very, very, like, classic French, you know, fashion. Um, but I was still very drab overall. So, Veronique? Was not a fan of this. The pants add nothing, she says. She would have preferred her in underwear with an amazing top. And I'm like, okay, go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki says she expected better as her technique is amazing, but she appealed more to the dressmaker than the creator. Ellipse starts to break down and she says she's sorry if she's very tired. She worked hard on her look and there were many contingencies. She feels disappointed that her look is boring. Lolita will say that she helped her with the hemming for her dress and Labrioche will say that she was really there for all who needed it. Uh, remember that time when uh, Bibi Zaharbonet never said that anyone else helped her with her look? Yes. Bitch. What a boss. <laughs> it's so, it's so bad about that. Like, we didn't give Aja the credit that she deserved. Loved it. Um, I kind of like this. It's not terrible. It's a award winner for me. I, you know, it's funny. I'm a little torn because I think when you originally posted the vote, I said no. I, I didn't like it. But now that I'm thinking about it again, it's like what I don't like about it has nothing to do with the actual outfit. Right. And if I'm looking at it objectively, she actually did a good job. And the judges, I don't know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like strictly looking at just the clothing. Um, So award winner from the neck down. The audience, 53% award winner, 47% movie pass. Mm. La Brioche. She is just in a league of very talented artisans. It's not constructed well, and it looks like it's just wrapped around her body. The crab purse is a no for me, but it, it was just one, an off week, and in this, in this cast, you just can't have an off week. I just... You could have left out the seafood. Like, I get you're a campy queen, but, like, 
Look at the challenge. You don't have you a gonna... crab a crab purse, Amanda? No, I don't. <laughs> no crab I bet here, you no. have a Boston <laughs> Terrier purse. I do. I have a little Boston Terrier makeup bag, courtesy of Michael Blocks and Block Talk, my, my little gift that I put all my little toiletries in. Um, oh, but cute. no crab. No crab. No crab. No crab. Um, Daphne said she shot herself on the foot with a fabric. She says she tore the slit like it was in a movie without realizing the fabric is really hard to get right. She tried to accessorize it, but it had to be executed perfectly. She says that at this level of competition, she needs to make things much further. Um, it's a movie pass. It's a movie pass for me, um, especially because she had first dibs on materials, and I think that should exactly. have set her up. That should have set you up for success. That's why I said she literally grabbed the biggest item, and I just, what did you do with it? Because, yeah, no. The audience. 35% award winner, 65% movie pass. Yeah. So it amuse. Uh, there are certain people who could wear this on the red carpet and look fantastic. So I think it fits the brief. Again, it is a bit simple. The shoulders are fun and the heels are brilliant. And yeah, she's going to have all eyes on her and she will need to elevate everything to keep up. I thought she looked great. I do too. Um, I do. I, I do. Can it, I mean, I, I can admit that it was obviously too casual for the occasion. Absolutely. Um, it was more club wear, but I feel like that's very like socialite celebrity look like Paris Hilton yeah. is going to go like, you know, she's invited. That's probably what she's going to wear. Exactly. And that's it. And she's going to be like, that's it. It's living. And that's it. That's it. That's all that matters. But she looked amazing. Nikki said it was a bit on the symbol side for her taste. Kitty says there was not a lot going on with the outfit. He appreciates the shoulder pads. I will give it an award winner. Yeah, award winner for me because either way, short sure was short, but I, you know what? That's all it was. If it wasn't short, yeah. we would have been having a very different discussion and everyone would have been loving it. Yeah. That's it. So, audience, 65% award winner, 35% movie pass. Okay. Damn you. Uh, I found Nemo. Um, <laughs> I think this dress works on a little twink like Cam. I appreciate that she kept the fin and kept it in theme of the item. How did she have a fin with, with her? I call Riggery. Um, she didn't do too much, but what she did was excellent. I don't like this look. <gasps> I really, I, you know what? This it is? our friends, not food. <laughs> it's the fact that she kept the tail in that really throws me off because it takes it from being a very structured, beautiful gown fitting the occasion is something that I know was made using unconventional materials. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of my favorite part about these challenges is that I love when they use the materials, but it, you have to think about what it is they use. Like, Oh, did you yeah. really, you know, and this was very obvious. You fucking took a pool, uh, uh, pool. Oh, wow. A uh, pool float, uh, deflated it and fucking put it on your body. So yeah. I wasn't impressed. Um, well, clearly for me, twinks are friends, not food. <laughs> Verani calls it totally quirky dress like the red carpet in vinyl. Chantel says it's a hard material to work with and it was a really good idea. And Nikki says that she's really blossoming, revealing herself and taking risks. I'll give it an award winner. I'm going to give it a soft award winner because I can still appreciate the workmanship done. The audience, 78% award winner, 22% movie pass. Yeah. Yeah. Twinks are friends, not food. 
<laughs> La Bigberta. Uh, she really hoped that character would help her, uh, but this is so poorly constructed that nothing will save her. The garment is ill-fitting. The waistline is wrong. She's literally trying to hold it in place. And the headpiece was a last-ditch effort. Not good. This is awful. Awful. I... There was nothing redeeming about this look because every accessory was falling off or poorly placed. The fit was terrible. The colors, I didn't even like mm-hmm. the colors. Like it just, no. she looked like she may as well have come out in a potato sack. Like it just wasn't, no, 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 no. Kitty says it's a shame her creativity isn't coming through in this look. It is a movie pass, mom. Hardcore, hardcore movie pass. Audience, 17% award winner, 83% movie pass. Mm. All right. Well, the eight return backstage and they know it's Cam's week. It smells like victory. And Cam is trying to be that girl who was like, but other people got good critiques, but no one is buying it. <laughs> the Grand Dame tells Lolita that she is jealous of the yellow vest dress concept. For Lolita, that's all when she needs. The Grand Dame's jealous of her. Is there anyone that you're like, if they told you they were jealous of you, that you'd be like, that's the biggest victory of my life. Oh my God. If any, like, if Vander Von Odd, for instance, or uh-huh. like Eva Destruction, or like any of uh, Land Insider, like any of the Dragula monsters that like really, you know, fan favorites perform well, all of a sudden were impressed by me. That's it. Like, done deal. Yeah. What else do I need? You know? That's fair. That's fair. The bottoms think it's obvious, yet four of them raise their hand. That does not compute mathematically. <laughs> Berta thinks she's on the bottom with La Brioche. She's disappointed. At least she got one of them right. They tell her that her Versailles look was never seen on Drag Race and it's iconic. And Brioche says that they might be surprised. And they're going to be. They're all going to be. Overall, the girls are going to feel bad for Ellipse as she is the group's seamstress. So she they all find it crushing to see her so down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. Now, Lips knows that they were looking for something more impactful, so she's emotional. She thinks that she will be going to lip sync. Soa just doesn't have the strength to talk. She doesn't feel like talking. Her biggest fear is being a disappointment, so she thinks it's all over for her. Um, yeah, very, very interesting conversations here, because everyone's like on the same page, but not on the same page. Meanwhile, I'm like screaming from my couch, like who I think is the bottom. And then like, right. They're having well, a different conversation. And it's like, again, what shows did I watch? Like I, <laughs> where was it I? Is, it is decision time. And Cam is deemed the winner of the week. She wins a 2000 euro prize in a big Parisian boutique. What kind of boutique do you think she gets to go to? Not anything she probably shop at, to be honest right. with you. Paloma, Lolita, La Grande Dame, La Big Berta, and Ellipse are safe with Soa and La Brioche as the bottom two. Do you agree? Because I do not. No, this whole challenge was like insanely rigged. And to me, it just goes to show you um, the writing is on the wall for, you know, who our finalists are going to be and kind of the trajectory for this season. It should have been Berta. It should have been Berta. I don't know why she wasn't. Were they afraid that um, Brioche could have knocked her out? Is that the fear? I do not know, but I don't agree with Cam winning, and I definitely don't agree with Soa being on the bottom. I mean, Paloma should have won, right? Yeah, that to me either it was between Paloma or Lolita. Like yeah. in terms of like conceptualized looks, to me they did the best and deserved the win. 
Cam, I mean, they were going to give it to a fashion girl. They, it was either going to be Le Grand Dame or Cam, yeah. to be honest. Like like I said, that was already kind of pre-scripted. We all knew it. It's a fashion challenge. The two fashion girls have to win, or one of them has to win. Um, and then the fact that Big Bertha, I mean, I'm sorry, but yes, the first look is amazing, but it wasn't that amazing to save her. I, it blows my mind, but again, it's become very obvious what's going to happen on the show, like in terms of who's going to make it far and who's going to be eliminated soon. And, uh, I yeah. can see what they're doing. Yeah. Well, come what may, Labrio Shea is excited to share the stage with Soa, but she knows that she's so doomed that no matter how hard the editors try, they, she was gone. The song is Pookie by Aya Nakamura. Uh, will you be performing the song in the future? You know what? I was not familiar with this artist, but this song is a bop. Like this was mm-hmm. good. I was like, oh, I, I start. I looked her up on. Uh, I, I looked them up on um, Spotify, and I was like, let me check out more of what they got because this is a. Uh, this is really interesting. I like it. Like Soa made this a club hit, and Liberty Shea tried to play with the goofiness of the song while bringing her sexiness, which is a different brand. Uh, Liberty Shea also said hello, here are my breastuses, enjoy them. And yes. she said, um, yes. there's my split, but the wig was not part of that prize package. Yeah, um, uh, I will say this is, this is a good lip sync, though. I think they both did very well, and you know, Liberty Shea surprised me because you would yeah. think immediately. You know, oh, well, she she's going to flounder. She was yeah. going to flounder next to Soa, but she didn't. Yeah. She held her own. Um, she was sexy. She had her moments. It wasn't overly campy, which I appreciated because sometimes, even if you're a campy queen, like the song didn't call for that. Right. You know, so she was having like her her club moment. And I, I really loved it. Like, I thought they both did well. And honestly, I'm surprised someone got eliminated anyway. Yeah. So I uh, just didn't make a mistake. She embodied the song and she stays and Liberty O'Shea is eliminated. Are you ready yeah. for some burning questions? Yes. What is Liberty O'Shea's legacy? Um, she is a very endearing drag artist. You know, uh, she made her statement when she exited where, you know, she doesn't want to just be known for being trans you know but right. that's not what identifies her but obviously of course it's a big deal you know you have your first trans contestant of drag race france and that's a big deal and you know that representation matters um but i really appreciated like her goofiness and her spirit um you know very entertaining campy queen and uh, i'm really sad that she she's gone a little too soon you know she but i'm yep. glad she left it it seemed when at the end of the lip sync, it was very cool kind of to see um, she did end up leaving it all on the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel sometimes when um, artists on Drag Race, it's their time to go. It's very like uh, questionable, like if they kind of did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she did. You know, she represented her brand absolutely to the T. She showed us like, here's my looks, here's this, and here's my performance style. And like, now I know who she is as an artist. I and I love that, you know, like complete full circle. Here is Liberia package. Uh, it's time for the snatch game. What French celebrity are you ready to see? I like, I feel like I don't know enough of them. Me like neither. I'm, I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see who, like, who are we going to see? Because I don't know, like how many fashion people, like how many people are going to do Carl Lagerfeld? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like there's only so many people that can do. It's probably going to be Le Grand Dame. Well, I, for sure, definitely someone has to do that because I yeah. think that would that would be hilarious. Yeah. 
All right. Well, after three episodes, the winner of the season is. <sighs> Fuck. I, the editing is showing us who our finalists are. But I think I'm rooting for our underdog here. I love what Lolita has been doing. In right. spite of what I think of her mom, whatever. Let's see. Maybe next week I'll be surprised and I won't think that. But I'm very, 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 very impressed with everything she's been doing between her personality, her looks on the runway. Um, this is now the second week I thought she's been robbed of a win, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she keeps it up with this trajectory, like, I see it. I see, I see the win in her the future. I'm going Team Paloma right now. I'm really enjoying what she's serving. Yeah, love her too. Um, but, you know, like I said, the... Well, we know, we know, we know Bertha is going to at least make it to the end. That's for sure. That way. We'll see. We'll, we'll definitely yeah. see. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? <gasps> oh my goodness. Uh, I am on Instagram at Amanda.massacre, on Venmo at Amanda Massacre Drag. Um, you'll know it's me because it's a photo of Wednesday. That's always the identifier there. And uh, next month, oh my goodness, we have Amanda Pork presents Warp Core. Oh my goodness. This is exciting. Um, I mean, anyone that knows me knows I am all about punk, punk, pop, rock, and emo. And uh, this is what a lot of us grew up with. No matter our age difference, we all grew up with these songs. They're all very iconic chart toppers. And you get to see 20-something um drag artists from all sorts of facets and all sorts of uh, you know diverse casts here tackle these songs and it's exciting i think it sounds like a fun little time you shall get I, your tickets yes it is a three dollar bill uh tickets are available now uh visit on instagram you can see the link is on my bio uh you can also go to amanda pork's page absolutely you'll see the teaser there i'm specifically excited because I don't know. Should I, should I tease what I'm doing? I don't know. I've only been telling friends. What do you think, Michael? Do you want your listeners to have an exclusive? Give here? us an exclusive. Okay. So Make I believe it quick. I, we get a fun one. Oh my goodness. Um, so you can expect some live entertainment. It's not just going to be lip sync. We are going to give you some actual rock and roll in person. You can't miss it. Like, Oh my God. Really, smash the guitar. Um, I won't, but someone else may. Yeah, absolutely uh-huh. possibilities. So you definitely can't miss that. You know, it's it's not just we're really, really, really um, exploring that, and uh, I'm excited. You know, always supporting, and you know, it's a queer, queer music. Why not? You know, promote that. Well, that sounds like fun, and as always, it is a pleasure having you journey with me throughout the world of Drag Race. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for having me. It's always so much fun. The biggest thanks to Amanda for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.